Greetings and welcome to the SideQuest Heroes podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Clive Cookson, alongside the ever-amazing and PS4 fanboy, Raymond Hogg. How are you doing today, Ray? Who told you my dirty secret? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Pretty good. Keeping going. Keeping going all the time. What about you? Uh, I'm doing good, thanks. I'm excited because today we actually got a great show. At the time of recording, it is the 14th of September, and we will be making our predictions for the PS5 showcase event that will be taking place later on this week on September the 16th. Mm. Then we will travel, travel into, into the, the future. future to after the event, where we will see what we got right, what we got wrong, and also give our thoughts on what went down during the showcase. But before we get into all that, if you didn't know, this is the SideQuest Heroes podcast, a podcast where we talk about everything video games. If you like the sound of that, follow and listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and all those other kick-ass podcast services available online. On top of that, we're also on Instagram. You can find us there using at SideQuest Heroes and follow all of our video game related shenanigans there. Post some comments and do let us know what kind of topics you want us to cover in future because mm. we're always open to ideas. Yeah, because we're going to start running out of them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Now, before we get into the predictions, Ray, for the PS5 showcase, what have you been playing? What have you been playing? Come on. What have you been playing? What, what, what have you been playing? What, what? Well, you'll never believe it. I finally got my crown on Fall Guys. Yay! Yay! <laughs> of course, you will believe it because I did post it on our Instagram. Um, I was very, very chuffed with that. That's probably my gaming highlight of the year. <laughs> this coming from a guy who platinumed the Ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I still haven't gotten the crown on the PS4. Like, mm. I probably could have if I actually knew you couldn't dive and grab at the same time. Yeah, you probably used way more opportunities than I've had. Um, I think I was quite lucky. Um, the session I was actually playing, I think I was playing at a very quiet time when there wasn't too many like good players playing. Uh, I think a lot of people were still at work. I, it was during my holidays. And um, the level right before the final level was the um, memory game. The other memory game oh, where, where yes. it's like tiles. And on one tile, nearly 20 people fell off. They all thought it was the oh, apple or something. Like they all just went straight down. And there's only seven of us left. It was just like, oh, my God, <laughs> this is amazing. Brilliant. So I think I was a bit lucky. In, in that regard so but you know what i still got my crown i still got hey, my trophy Happy it all that. counts there was a couple of scary moments in there when you got hit by the falling balls on the main oh but... god i thought i was done for I, I didn't think it was going to happen um but yeah no i got it i'm well happy with that uh what else i am still ticking away at marvel avengers uh no real progress on that i've kind of been put it down for the last few days and over the weekend i jumped into a game called bro force okay um i don't know if you know it it's a kind of like indie game for the playstation where you, it's like kind of very sprite animated kind of like super meat boy kind of oh, characters okay. but like they're all like very famous 80 action stars so like you'd have chuck norris and bruce lee and bruce willis and stallone and schwarzenegger and everything all the greats oh it's fantastic and it's just like a bloodbath it's just like guns and missiles you get to punch a helicopter you know what about yourself what are you what are you playing uh, I put down Ghost of Tsushima because I've been playing Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 on the Xbox One. It's 
oh my god it's really brought me back to my childhood oh it it plays great it mm. looks amazing like it's got some really nice lighting effects in there it feels like tony hawk's pro skater it doesn't feel like it was you know just a, a knockoff of tony hawk's back so in there's the day. a bit of love put into it exactly i mean it was developed by vicarious visions who did the crash bandicoot insane trilogy remaster so Deadly. you know it was in good hands but mm. my god what a game absolutely love it Bringing back your love for punk rock, is it? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> is it the same soundtrack? It, it definitely sounds familiar anyway, which is uh, great to see. Brilliant. Anything else? I'll get back to Ghost of Tsushima at some stage anyway. Yeah. I've, I've, I've got another friend who's actually just started as well. He had a few days off work too, and uh, he's really loving it. He's just constantly posting like photographs on um, the playstation timeline of him just like playing the flute next to a guy playing guitar. <laughs> as you do, as you do. As you now, do. Ray, for the predictions, hmm, just to go over what was announced. So, as per the PlayStation blog, before hmm. PlayStation 5 launches this holiday, we want to give you one more look at some of the great games coming to PS5 at launch and beyond. That was probably an ode to Greg Miller, probably there. Hmm. Our next digital showcase will weigh in around 40 minutes and features updates on the latest titles from Worldwide Studios and our world-class development partners. Tune in live on Twitch or YouTube this Wednesday, September 16th, to see what's next for PS5. Now, Ray, firstly, what date do you think the PS5 will be released on? I I, I honestly don't know. I think this is going to be a bit of a weird one because, well, um, Xbox out November 10th, right? Uh, I think I'm right in saying that. Is the Tuesday? Yep. So I wonder, will it be as cheeky to choose the same release date or... Do you think they have the shits up them at the moment and they might actually go the week prior to that? What's that? The third, is it? Yeah, I, d- I don't think they'll be as bad to go the same day. That would just be a return to the console wars. I, I reckon they're going to go the week before or the week after. And I think in this state, because they're releasing their price and, well, hopefully releasing their price and, and release date, I reckon it'll be the week after. I reckon it'll be the 17th. They're going to try and come out strong. I don't think they're going to be as shitty to do it on the 10th. I think the 17th. What about you? Yeah, I mean, you mentioned last week that you probably thought it would be the week before. Now, I wasn't too sure on that, but Mm. the more that I think about it, I think you could be. Because, I mean, last generation, the PS4 was released on November the 15th, 2013. And the Xbox One released November 22nd, 2013. So Mm. I have a feeling just to try and... Obviously, Xbox seem like they have the more powerful console, but PS5 have that loyal fan base. Mm. So they might go a similar route and go the week before. So I'm thinking release date will be announced for the 3rd of November. Yeah, and I mean, it does make sense to an extent as well, because I know PlayStation have their loyal fan base, but... So I don't know. Sometimes a, a carrot can sway someone very quickly. Like if if then brand new thing is out there a week before everybody else. Like if Xbox is released on the tenth and Sony come out on the seventeenth, a lot of people might go, "Oh, you know what? Actually, the Xbox is out now. I'll just get that and I'll get the Sony thing later." And they might not get it, and maybe Sony might get a bit nervous, saying like, "Let's get our loyal fan base buying in early, release it on the third, so at least those people won't be swayed by the Xbox." The main problem will definitely be how many units are they going to be having mm-hmm. out there in the wild to actually sell to people. So that yeah. should be very interesting, yeah? Yeah, and the weird um, pre-order via their website or pre-order so we can tell... No, sign up... A pre-order to, for a pre-order. Pre-order for pre-order. <laughs> <laughs> so like that that's kind of like, how limited are these consoles going to be? But um, weird. No, I'm just going to stick with the 17th. 
Very good. So next up, Ray, is price. What mm. price do you think both the PS5 Digital Deli- Edition and the PS5 Regular Edition with the disk drive, how much do you think those are going to be? I, to, to, to lead into it, I was frankly surprised how cheap the Xbox Digital version was. Um, and I think that would have scared Sony quite a bit as well. I think they're going to price match. I think they're going to price match the Digital Edition to 299 but I think Ooh. their disc version is going to be three nine nine. This is a uh, euro, so basically the same in dollars, American dollars. Um, I know there was a couple of like articles and kind of comments going around saying like, oh, you know, there might only be fifty quid or a hundred quid in the difference. But like, I think they're going to go to the kind of yeah, yeah. I think the hundred quid would be more likely. I don't think they could charge four nine nine for a console after Xbox coming out with theirs. So I think they're going to price match. I think it's going to be 299 399 Okay, fair enough. I mean, now that Microsoft has laid their cards on the table, mm. I have a feeling Sony may take a loss to try and price match like yourself. I mean, some some of the rumors I'm seeing online where it was supposedly supposed to be a higher price than mm. what the Xbox is now, and that they're frantically trying to, you know, maybe reprice accordingly. But yeah. I just don't think they have the pockets to take such a huge loss. Yeah, on it's, their it's hardware. Scary. It's very scary because Xbox's digital ecosystems a lot healthier than Sony's. So, like for two nine nine, if you get the uh, Xbox Series S, like you already have Game Pass, which is dropping first party games day one, right? Um, if you go for the ultimate, you obviously get the whole EA Play thing, and there's not to mention like the back catalog of games that are already available on yeah. Game Pass. Versus getting PS Now, or is it called PS Now? I don't have it. PS Now, yeah. Um, where like, it's just a little lackluster. There's no first party games day one. Like if if PS Now was doing stuff like Miles Morales day one, they'd start getting a serious uptake on subscriptions. Now maybe they might come out with a new subscription service, might change to like PS Super or something like that. And it's like similar to Game Pass where you sign up and they drop the first party games day one as well. I think they need something like that because Microsoft's carrot is way too sweet. Yeah. I mean, given some of the proprietary hardware inside the system of the PS5, like, for instance, the super fast SSD they have and the specs of the system, like, I think they'll probably launch the regular edition at 499. I actually think they're going to price match the Xbox on that. Yeah. And I think they'll launch the digital edition at 399. Really? You think it's going to be 100 quid more expensive than the digital Xbox? You got to think the Xbox Series X is a 1440p machine. It's not mm. really going to be, you know, your true 4K or anything yeah, like that. Yeah. So, I mean, as Microsoft is already apparently taking losses on the console, especially on the Series S, I have a feeling Sony don't have the pockets to take a bigger loss than Microsoft. So, mm. I think they'll price match as best they can, but they'll offer probably the digital edition for 399 yeah. and say, for instance, you know, oh, you're not getting, say, a weaker console you're getting the same next gen experience it's just without a disc drive yeah. so do you think they'll sweeten the deal like and and take a loss on things that where they're financially not taking loss like lowering the price of ps plus or including more into ps plus right maybe more games in a month uh because obviously yeah look you can only make um technologies cheap insofar as that you're not completely making a loss on it. and i think if, if you're right in saying right they can't drop anything lower than 399 for the base digital all digital edition maybe they're going to have to sway people a different way like dropping the price of ps 
now our PS Plus subscription into what is it now? It's um was it sixty a year, nine ninety nine a month or something like that. Let's just say it drops to four ninety nine a month or something, or an annual subscription of fifty. Um, yeah. Just to get people into the ecosystem and get used to a digital experience. Disc version, I mean, I'm probably going to get the disc version regardless. And if it is like, yeah. what, 499, that'll just be the hit I have to take because I just want a 4K player as well. Yeah, I don't know. Do, do you think they'd sweeten the deal? They might do, you know, a special deal where during the first few months, mm. PS Now or PS Plus or whatever you want to say, or some of the, the games that will be kind of cross-generational play. So, you know, free... Mm ps5 upgrades who knows but they might try and sweeten the deal that way but if they have such a loyal fan base i don't think they need to yeah still though i mean that uh, the fact that there's a hundred euro difference i know it's it's better technology and all that kind of stuff but i think if, if the way the current world is at the moment and people out of pocket and from their jobs and people being laid off left right and center i mean it could be hard to ship two consoles which the layman on the street probably doesn't know the difference like you know, some friends of mine who literally only know the big games and the big consoles come out, they're going to look at the Xbox and the PlayStation and go, well, they both have digital versions and this one's 100 euro cheaper. I'm just going to get that one. I mean, when you think about it, the Xbox Series S is cheaper than mm. the Nintendo Switch right now, which yeah, is crazy mental. to think about. So they're obviously going for the more impulse buy kind of market. Yeah, yeah. I just don't think Sony can drop a next-gen system to mm. three, sorry, 299. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, uh, I'm, I guess I'm kind of with you there. Um, but just for the sake of disagreement, I'm going to say they are. I'm going to say they're going to price Fair match uh, Xbox. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Okay, next up. Okay, what games do you think will be shown? And will there be any new game announcements? So I'll start off anyway. Like, I have a feeling we'll see probably more footage for Horizon Zero Dawn, The Frozen Wilds. Yeah. Miles Morales, they might show off more of. Ratchet and Clank seems a safe bet. Mm. Um, I'd hope to see Astro's Playroom a bit more on that because that looked fun. Mm. I mean, they'll be uh, including Astro's Playroom bundled in with the PS5. So yeah, yeah. I think that would be good to see more of that because, I mean, Astro bought VR and all that stuff. Uh, Rescue Mission, mm. very fun games. In terms of new announcements, I'd say you might get a couple of teaser trailers. So I would say teaser trailer for New God of War might raise some hype. Mm. even though i'd probably say that game is probably a year or two off anyway it's 2022 easily yeah last of us 2 i'm predicting maybe a ps5 upgrade for that game they might release the um the multiplayer isn't it the factions or oh yes yeah i reckon that we could possibly see something like that that should be good Mm. and maybe a teaser trailer for the new final fantasy game because i've been seeing some kind of things going around where uh, one of the developers actually deleted some kind of tweet. So I have a feeling something Final Fantasy related might be uh, announced. Seven, episode two or 16? Maybe 16, yeah, probably. Yeah. But, I mean, seeing as how great Final Fantasy 7 was, mm. um, I think you had a lot of fun with that as well. Yeah, yeah, it was really good. It was a very good remake. Um, plays very differently, but, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, but um, I think that'll probably be more likely to see anyway. What about yeah, yourself? Yeah, I mean, you're hitting the same beats that I'm kind of thinking of. Um, I think with something like Miles Morales, I think we're going to get gameplay, like a proper bit of gameplay showing traversal, maybe some of his new skills and show how it actually differs from Spider-Man. Um, Love to see that. Yeah, like just like give maybe show a couple of suit variants or just like maybe a, the villain of the game. Let's see who the actual villain is in it. Yeah. um 
Yeah, same thing with Horizon. I think we might get maybe a better trailer um, just to, to explain the new world. Uh, I think we'll see more gameplay of Bug Snacks, even though I, I just I don't get that game. I don't <laughs> get it. I don't understand. Video, maybe. I don't understand the fascination with that game. But look, this might be one of these things in a couple of years. I'll be like, why did I write that game off so early? Um, Is it more I, the song that's like I just find, more famous? I find the premise so stupid <laughs> it's odd it doesn't look like a next gen looked, game either but weird enough it did, like the trailers and the teasers the more i've seen the more i kind of go this is like some weird dark twisty stuff like there's going to be a weird twist near the end of this game where you're secretly dying or killing people or something i don't know um like shalaman kind of thing <laughs> probably yeah uh i think you're you're banging on with god of war 2 i think we'll get a, a title teaser or maybe a new land that you're checking out like something like that because um it was very heavily uh hinted that uh, ragnarok was going to happen as some sort of dlc and they even said like cory mm-hmm. Bal- balrog um barlog jesus christ my Balrog is the boxer from street <laughs> fighter um <laughs> unless he is um i know that they were saying that they were actually in development of dlc at the time and they figured out that the dlc is too large for the game that it was so they they must be a fair bit on in that development. So I'd be surprised if we don't get some sort of teaser for that. Uh wish list of stuff that I would like to see. Um, I would love to see the Spider-Man 2 teaser. Mm. I think if people have Miles Morales and they know that that's dropping in the holidays, but also they know that the next Spider-Man game is coming maybe next year, maybe 2022. I think that could be um, a, a winner. Godfall, I think we might see a bit more of that. Um, it's uh, not really yeah, not really doing anything for me. I'm, nah, me neither. Fine. And the other one on my wish list is I'm kind of thinking they might show a new IP, um, mm-hmm. something brand new, like to start off the life of the PS5, like the way you know uh, Horizon kind of not really kicked off the PS4, but you know what I mean. It became like a quite important IP specifically for that console. Um, I think with the performance of something like Days Gone, I don't think they were too happy with that, even though I hear it's not a bad game. I do think that they will maybe give hints at the new IP or we'll see something. I I, I think we'll see something. So next up, do you think the next PSVR will be announced? Like in this showcase, I think there may be a chance, but Mm. I focus more on core games as we already know that the current PSVR headset will work with the PS5. I, I don't think we will see a PSVR here. I think it's far too early. I think there's too much going on that if they try to, like, it, for one, if there's price isn't as low as people are hoping and they have the gall to annoin, announce a new PSVR, people will be a bit like, oh, God, too many new things. Like, <laughs> um, No, I, I, I don't think we're going to see an announcement for PSVR at earliest late next year. I think it's far too early. Um. I would love it. Don't get me wrong. I I own the current PSVR and just the screen on it. Just It's just that little subpar. You know, it's not as good as the Oculus. I get you. You really want that, that sharp crystal screen. But like, I think we're, we're two, three years out from that. Personally. Yeah, I think a better screen, potentially a bit more wireless as well would be kind of mm. cool. That would be nice to see. But yeah, who knows what the next one will look like anyway. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Hopefully it's a lot lighter. Yeah, <laughs> and breathable anyway, on my fucking forehead. Oh and my the whole god! Time. Yes, <laughs> air holes everywhere, please. <laughs> Just a little fan inside it. <laughs> so, finally, will Sony announce any other console features or special edition consoles? Like, what do you think in that kind of perspective? Um, 
I think the features, I think there might be a new uh, digital store of some kind. I think that's going to change. Um, may, it may not be like completely sorted for the, the launch, but I do think that they're going to try and uh, announce some sort of digital store to compete with um, Xbox. Console variants was one I was thinking of. I think it might be a bit early, but I think a safe bet is if they are going to show console variants, we might see an all black version with a blue light. Or we might see um, an all blue version with a white light. Like, Ooh, Ooh. <laughs> that <sounds> nice. <laughs> what about yourself? I have a feeling, like yourself, that there is also PS5 in black that will be available, but I'm not entirely sure if they'll announce that. I think they'll just stick mm. to the kind of promotional material out there, all in white. In terms of other features, they've already gone through so much in like the Mark Cerny presentation and everything else. I haven't seen like leaked images of like the alleged outer panels of the PS5. It looks like it's customizable. So if this is the case, I have a feeling they might have, you know, customizable faceplates similar to, you know, the the top panels that you could change on the PS4, mm. like the old school PS4 one. Yeah. I don't think they'll announce it, but it'll be on my wish list of seeing, okay, let's just say, for instance, Miles Morales is a launch game for the PS5. Mm. You can get limited edition customizable plate for Miles Morales. So it'll have Spider-Man right on the front and then you might have the villain on the back and mm. you just kind of click them on. That yeah. would be very cool to see. Yeah, I mean, that, that that's very like likely. I, I think we could possibly see variants of the controller as well. Because um, I suppose the technology in the controller isn't really all that expensive. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if we see colored variants of that, like an all black version, all blue version. You know, like the, the standard kind of Sony thing. They they always do the kind of big primary colors. But I don't think we're going to see too many other things. I don't think we're going to see it like a new move controller, although that would be kind of cool, especially if it um, improves the PSVR um, immersion. Um, yeah. But I, I, again, I, I think they're they're not really thinking about VR in this showcase. I think it's going to be purely on release date, price, and the games to get you into the ecosystem. Yeah. So it'll be very interesting to see what we got right and what we got wrong. Yeah, yeah. Should we put a wager on something? Like, who gets more right and who gets more wrong? <laughs> oh, fair enough. Okay, pizza bet. There you go. Oh, no. All right, one frozen pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Depends where are we going to buy it? Little? Super value? So I'll, I'll, I'll treat you Marks and Spencer's, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, okay, fair enough. Okay, Marks and Spencer's pizza it is. No, that sounds good. So the next time you'll be listening to us, we'll be in the future. And we'll discuss our reactions, see what we got right, what we got wrong, and all that good jazz. Indeed. See you soon, Ray. Bye-bye, Clive.
Clive? Yes? Welcome to the future! It was a hell of a ride. But we Man, got her safe. We did indeed, but what a showcase. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, there's a lot of talk about. Yeah, there's a lot of talk about, so let's get straight into it anyway. Firstly, they started off with Final Fantasy 16. But yeah, this was my prediction anyway, Final Fantasy 16. I think I mentioned when the developers actually released a tweet and then deleted shortly afterwards. So it just oh, wow. kind of pointed to that. So that hmm. was good. Yeah, it looks it looks interesting. I mean, Final Fantasy's stories at the best times are batshit crazy. So <laughs> take what you will. Um, it seems to be something like um, the summons are some sort of like idols that you have to beat. Or like they've different clans that worship the summons. I mean, I don't, I don't know if you got that yourself, but yeah, it looks, it, it looks interesting. Yeah, it seems like it's going back to some of the old roots of Final Fantasy, which mm. looked pretty cool. It didn't look like a, a next gen game to me, but yeah, I'll give it a chance anyway. I wonder is that the, just the art style of Square Enix's games, like because the art style doesn't really change or progress all that much. Like it always looks like it's just kind of anime ish CGI. Like I remember, like on the PlayStation One and Two. Like Final Fantasy games looking ahead of their time, but now in the current generation, they almost look like they're a bit dated. Yeah, exactly. So, I don't know. Weird yeah. ones. Yeah. I mean, you know, Final Fantasy, I'll, I'll probably play it at some point. I haven't really played much of the newer Final Fantasies. Um, Seven is the last one I actually played the remake. Uh, and the actual last proper, proper Final Fantasy game I played, I think, was Eleven. Yeah. So that's, that's going back some time. So. <laughs> Fair enough. But then next, we got Miles Morales gameplay. Now, we both said that. Mm. Miles Morales would be shown, but you thought, oh, maybe we'll see how he swings. Yeah. Maybe the powers he uses and so on. But uh, we even got to look at the main villain in that. Yeah, yeah. The Tinker, who, which is um, generally a, a male character. So it's interesting to see a gender flipped portrayal of him. Um, I didn't notice something very unusual. This is probably just a conspiracy theory, right? Talking. But like there was a scene where the Tinker was pulling the back off a truck but it looked like they shot out two tentacles that were like webbing. Okay. It, it actually kind of sounded like like that and pulling it down. And I wonder, and this is just conspiracy theory, Ray, will the game hint at Gwen Stacy and is Gwen Stacy the tinkerer and then go on to become Spider-Gwen? I don't know. I'm just saying. <laughs> they are making their own universe, so they that would true. be very interesting. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, the gameplay looks fantastic. The, he, he obviously plays very similar to the Peter Parker character. Uh, graphically, looks vastly superior. Um, I did notice there was a really cool, I don't know if it's an homage to the uh, boat separation scene from Homecoming, where I he's holding the two things together. Thing, yeah. <laughs> um, so that was nice to see. I mean, uh, what about yourself? It looked great. It was obviously running on PS5. I think we got our first glimpse at some of the ray tracing used in the scene because when him and his friend were walking through the market, yeah. they had like loads of puddles on the ground. Oh, they right. Were talk about the old puddle gate from the original <laughs> game. But... Where's the puddles? <laughs> <laughs> well, it definitely looked like ray tracing effects and you mm. could see the kind of reflections in the puddles and they had kind of lovely lighting. So that was yeah. really good. Apparently, it takes place one year after the first game. Yeah. I think yeah. one of the developers mentioned there. I wonder... Um how that would play into the storyline like is peter currently out of the city because like if the, if a bridge like that was coming down in new york i would imagine that peter would have gotten involved so i wonder maybe he's gone to europe on a trip with mj or something and he's like you got this miles and you know just to they need to explain where peter is i think now i think did they mention it's placed in harlem by any chance 
Yeah, I think it was. I think that's where the Christmas market was. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, and even even um, the the like you were saying with the reflections and the ray tracing, the Christmas is a perfect time to do that because you got all those neon lights, like the blinking Christmas lights and the the kind of foggy mist. So that that's is going to really show the power of ray tracing on this game. Yeah, and we got a glimpse that obviously there will be a war between was it Roxon, the Energy Corp, and mm. the Underground, who are led by the Tinker. So yeah, yeah. That so, just sets up a whole kind of gang war mentality there. Yeah, as well. I don't really know much about Roxxon. I guess they're they're kind of like, well, whatever, like all these mul- big multinational corporations. So they're they're probably portraying that they're good on the surface, but they're evil underneath. And it'll probably turn out that the Tinkerer is the underground, actually working for the people or something. But mm. I don't know. We'll we'll see how it goes. Interesting that it will be available on PS4 as well for Sony, who apparently believes in generations. Yeah, I thought that was weird as well. Um, they're not like two different versions isn't it it's just like if you have a ps4 version if you were to put that into the ps5 it would just upscale the graphics to the ps5 version right i don't believe so i know the ps4 one would be separately yeah so if you look at the smith's website now and the GameStop website they have two versions so miles morales for ps4 Hmm. and then you got miles morales for the ps5 but then they also have a special edition on the ps5 which is Oh, I think it's like seventy nine ninety nine now at Smith's at the moment, mm. where you get the PS5 version of Miles Morales and you get an upscaled or a PS5 version of uh, the original Spider-Man, Spider-Man game, yeah. which uh, apparently takes advantage of the new assets and everything else from Miles Morales. So I thought that was just going to be a free bundle when that was. I would have thought so, yeah, but yeah. no, it looks like that. Uh, there's still question marks over whether mm. you know there might be a free upgrade for Spider-Man, you know, to the PS5 version, like a patch or something like that. But, yeah, because I would definitely replay that game if, like, I think when it was hinted, you know, using the power of PS5, there'd be more pedestrians on the street, there'd be f- a further draw distance of vehicles, um, you'd be able to move faster, obviously uh, loading times between cities will only be like a fraction of a second rather than that big scene of him on the subway. Because um, even looking at the listing right now online, it says here, Marvel's Spider-Man Remastered for PS5 is only available as part of the Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales Ultimate Edition. Jesus. So that's how they get you. <sighs> I didn't love Spider-Man so damn much. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I guess it's a good thing that it is being on the PS4 as well, because... Mm a lot more people will get to play it because they might not get a PlayStation 5. Yeah, some people just don't have the money to transition straight away. I mean, I think a lot of people might be getting it after the new year or just, you know, are missing out on the pre-orders. But sure, we can talk about that in a couple of minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Next, the Harry Potter RPG by Avalanche Studios. My God. This was the game that um, last time we were, we were chatting, not not earlier in the episode, but the last time we were actually chatting, I was saying that WB Avalanche were producing some game and I couldn't remember off the top of my head what it was. We were talking about mm-hmm. uh, classic gems that no one played. This is the game. I, re- I remember they were doing a big game and Hogwarts is the game that Avalanche were doing. It looks very, very good. Um, set in the world, like so it's set in the late 1800s, so it's not going to interfere mm-hmm. with Fantastic Beasts and it's not going to interfere with uh, the the harry potter series so they can kind of open up on the world a bit more it looks like it's just going to be kind of like an open world rpg uh where i think if, from the trailer i got vibes that your character is going to be fairly customizable yeah um, i got that same vibe as well because he had various different looks as well mm, yeah and it was it was definitely a different character now maybe they only have a preset of three or four characters that you can pick from or maybe they're going down the whole character creation it's been a while since i've seen a game with a really good character creator so maybe they're going to take the power of the ps5 to do that um kind of get the vibes of monster hunter a bit from it um just like going out into the world and 
eater uh, training beasts or, or battling beasts. That that's kind of another vibe I got from it. What about yourself? Yeah. No, very very similar to myself. It did look very Monster Hunter esque. Hogwarts mm-hmm. Legacy, good name though. Yeah, I mean, like it, that it's it's got enough kind of familiarity that if the people who love Harry Potter will know instantly what it was, and the people that might be say turned off by the Harry Potter name might just see this really good uh, fantasy RPG and be pulled in. So I I think it was smart to kind of ditch the wizard wizardly worlds or fantastic beasts hogwarts legacy or harry potter hogwarts legacy yeah. um because i suppose that 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 title kind of comes with a lot of baggage anyways like true lore and stuff very unusual to see like port key games on the top of a title yeah, card. It is, <laughs> yeah i don't know maybe, maybe it's their new kind of in-house development studio mm. um, and we got a glimpse at harry potter at the start of that trailer as well didn't we did we did we not from the side kid with glasses and everything else i thought that was harry potter i thought it was just some generic kid what <laughs> <laughs> a bit those young english kids they all look the same pop what but, uh, hip and all that <laughs> looking forward to that one though next up was call of duty black ops cold war i mean it was more call of duty which, yeah, which looked um, good the lighting looked good Mm, there was a funny aspect like i've always been a bit meh to the whole call of duty games i mean i think the last call of duty game i played properly was on ps1 and it was really old school um but i did notice that there was a scene at the start of the trailer where they were sniping a guy and then that you follow the bullet a la kind of very um, cool sniper elite it it reminded me of i mean it's 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 another call of duty game it's (laughs) shooting killing if if i'm being honest i used to be mad into call of duty back in the 360 days but kind of fallen off the bandwagon since but it looked like it was set in turkey that specific scene on the like it was an airfield with a plane and everything else Yeah, yeah I mean, it looked uh, impressive. Like the, if that's the actual gameplay, I mean, it looked very impressive. Like the idea, I did find something a bit ridiculous about it, where that little tiny remote control car was faster than the fucking jeep they were driving. Loved that because I mean, what the fuck is powering this thing? <laughs> it's like a little nuclear reactor. Because <laughs> I remember Black Ops on the 360, where yeah. it was, you know, that was one of the main weapons, remote controlled really? car that blew up. It was amazing. So <laughs> me getting to see that remote control car again, yes, it looked a bit stupid the fact that it was yeah. faster than everything else but uh i was just excited for that but yeah uh, sure we'll see what happens anyway but yeah overall it looks like a, a good game anyway mm-hmm. and apparently there's a free alpha between the 18th of september the 20th of september so ongoing right now yeah 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 so as we're recording this which is the 19th it'll be active indeed if you're listening to this in the future you missed it i hope you're enjoying the game <laughs> now Next up, Resident Evil 8. I'm guessing this is something you might be excited about. Yeah, I mean, I still need to go back and finish 7. It's too fucking scary, though. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, this this is something that's been rumored for ages. Like, even the, the name Village kind of was throwing people off. Like, oh, my God, this is actually a Resident Evil game. It looks fantastic. That, like, that Ori engine that they're using to make these games is just incredible. Um, the character models look fantastic. They got that weird kind of almost sweaty creepy look to them like the characters look like they're kind of got a glaze of morning sweat on their heads um yeah i mean it's 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 an interesting take of from the 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 bits that we've seen to date it looks like it's going to be another first person experience so i'm I'm guessing vr will be implemented as well it looks like it's set in a a creepy european town um so that'll be interesting i I wonder is it actually a direct sequel to seven and also is chris bad now i have no idea (laughs) And when did it get so thick? <laughs> I thought Chris was like kind of a fairly slim kind of army chap. He looks kind of like swole in the trailer. Like he almost looks like <laughs> someone's taken Mr. X's body and just put Chris's head on it. 
Oh my god. Looking at the website, the official ResidentEvil.com website, it yeah. does look like it takes place years after the tragic events of Resident Evil 7 Biohazard. Okay. So, right. so it is set in the same... Well, I mean, aren't all Resident Evil games technically sequels? Yeah. I mean, I mean it, 7 feels like a bit of a tangent. Yeah, it says here, Ethan Winters has started over with his wife Mia, finally living in peace and putting the past behind them. However... Chris Redfield, the legendary hero from previous Resident Evil games, suddenly disrupts their lives, throwing a devastated Ethan into a new and twisted nightmare in search of answers. Nice. Definitely going to be getting it. Absolutely definitely going to be getting it. Um, I am also, this Halloween, (laughs) hoping to finish Resident Evil 7 and get that off my bucket list. (laughs) Do that and keep us updated anyway. I will do. Then after um, that, we got more footage on Deathloop. Now, it actually does look really good. Uh, yeah. Deathloop it looks like a kind of fun, quirky kind of shooting game. Yeah, it's got it's got elements of some of the Bethesda Studio games that um, I quite like. You know, obviously Fallout's its own issue, but like the Wolfenstein games and, and Doom and stuff like that, it, that kind of flow. And this game looks like it has that kind of same vibe. It, it's obviously got that quirky kind of 1960s spy-esque vibe going for it, um, which I actually kind of like. I, at first, I was really jarred by it. I looked a bit like, what the hell is this supposed to be? Um, but <laughs> the more I watch it, the more it's a bit like, yeah, this is kind of, you know, pulp action, like adventure type game. Um, I like the concept, the fact that you have these targets and you have to kill them within that 24 hours. And there's a set, not really a set way, but there's many set ways to get the targets closer together. So in the trailer, we saw two targets were really far from each other. One of them wasn't going to be at this party and he had to sabotage something. So he doesn't have anything to work on that night. So he'll end up going to the party. I thought that was very clever. Um, yeah. So I hope there's hope there's really, really kind of uh, methodical puzzles in it, like a la kind of Hitman-esque type puzzles. Now, I think it was meant to be released originally in October of this year, but mm. it looks like it's moved back to Q2 2021 now. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, because it was supposed to be originally this this Christmas or something. Um, yeah, because I watched the trailer and I saw the end, like Q2 2021. I was like, oh, jeez, that must have changed last minute kind of thing. So Yeah, I mean, I'm like fine with that. Good. Like, I, I, I don't like the idea of, of game game companies forcing their staff to work under serious pressure to get games out but in certain time frames so like I'll, I'll happily wait months and months for a game if it's going to be really good yeah and then next up probably a game that no one really asked for and probably doesn't need on the <laughs> uh, are devil you saying May- no one loves this <laughs> <laughs> no I'm, like i do like devil may cry series but like devil may cry 5 special edition was announced which will be available digitally at launch. So mm. I don't think there's any update on a physical release, but it'll be available to download digitally on the PS5 at launch. Yeah. I mean, Devil, Devil May Cry. I mean, the, the the people who I know who are into it really like it. Um, it's it's really? a very button... Well, I, I'm going to probably step in it here by insulting people. It's a very button-bashy experience, but like I like the button-bashy experiences as well. Yeah, I mean, like any anybody who's going to be into Devil May Cry is going to be into it. I played the first one or two on the PlayStation back in the day. They were good experiences. Never really felt the need to complete them. It was kind of just more the same, you know, kill people, pick up orbs, cash those orbs in for better gear and experience. I'm sure maybe the games have changed drastically since that, that time, but I don't know. Like you said, did anyone really ask for this? <laughs> Probably not. Like it would have been better if they just did. Oh, here's a free upgrade patch for the PS5 mm-hmm. from your PS4. But yeah, yeah. And then Oddworld Soulstorm was shown. Yeah, I love Oddworld. 
Yeah, I like Oddworld, but I mean, I don't know. I haven't really been into them in like years. Yeah. I think the last one I played might have been on the 360 or something like that. Yeah, there there was a free game for, I think PS Plus had a free game a couple of months ago. It was the New and Tasty. I think it was like a remastered version of the original experience on PS1. Probably have it in your library. It's it's good fun. I mean, it's really well remastered. It captures the same type of atmosphere. It's a dark kind of comedy. You're Abe. You're working for this mm-hmm. big corporate machine. You figure out that they're using your brethren for food and you're just trying to rescue them. And it's just a nice little puzzle platformer. I I, I, I like seeing games like this still getting attention nearly 20 years on from when yeah, they were first like, they're popular, great. right? Because I did have fun with the older ones, but mm. I don't know. I guess my tastes have just kind of changed as I got older. And I'm like, yeah. Mm. I who knows I might play it down the line but I don't think I'd be rushing out to get it ahead of you know God of War yeah Yeah, I mean if if you have the the old nice and tasty or I think it's new and tasty whatever it's called um just download it give it give it about half an hour and see how you feel about it you might be surprised you might actually get really back into it yeah and then next up Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach again probably not a game that anyone asked for but yeah I mean, when it first started, I thought it was going to be a new IP. I was a bit like, oh my God, is it, are they actually going to do it? They're going to create a new IP for this. Um, I mean, you know, it's fine. I mean, it's Five Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> it's 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 puzzles and then cheap jump scares. I'm sorry. That's what Five Nights at Freddy is. Fight me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this will be a timed exclusive for PC and PS5. So PS5 mm. seems to be getting those kind of timed exclusives as well yeah as yeah. far as i know the final fantasy 16 game as well is a console exclusive to ps5 but it'll also be available on the pc i did notice is... that and there was a lot of games on there that i thought wouldn't be like correct me if i'm wrong i thought i saw it at the bottom of spider-man but maybe i'm maybe I i'm wrong don't remember it being on spider-man i have to check that gameplay but like yeah i mean like it's in, it's interesting to see if there's a lot more games that are going to be uh like exclusive to, to PlayStation, but then also available on um, PC. Like it's just, it's a bit unusual, I think. Don't know. Hmm. Yep. So look, whatever. I mean, that might just be the way some games are going. Like maybe PC is getting a free card for all of these that exclusives on Xbox and exclusives on PlayStation will just also be available on PC. So there you go, PC people. <laughs> you're getting the best of both uh, worlds the next up we got more gameplay on demon souls which actually looks pretty cool uh it was remade by blue point games who have done like a lot of cool remasters including i think they did the nathan drake collection as well for oh, nice. the ps4 so mm. they've got a really good track record anyway in terms mm. of remasters but this one looks good like I got really annoyed playing Bloodborne, other Demon Souls. <laughs> so I don't know how I do with this one. It just yeah. looks like it's going to be so bloody hard. <laughs> to kind of let you know what you're in for. Um, like I've, I've never really, I've, I've played Bloodborne and it's the, the only type of these games I've ever really sat down and played. And I do get wider, incredibly frustrating. Um, I did notice with, with this game, it seemed different. Like characters or enemies don't have health bars. So do you just like, hack and slash till they're dead so you kind of don't know maybe we just they just cut out the ui maybe who knows maybe yeah i mean um graphically it looks impressive i liked uh how the environment looked i really liked the atmosphere i was getting off it those skeleton warriors even though i hate throwaway standard skeleton (laughs) warriors they actually looked kind of creepy like they were skeletal but their clothes were like drab and coming off them um so i i think this is a game i might actually give a bit of chance you know uh i'm no, I don't like to make games or play games that really up annoy the shit out of me. Yeah. 
So <laughs> they might have like the... some epic boss battles in there anyway. Mm, yeah, they had that big kind of bloated creature at the end of it. And then obviously they had a sizzle reel of kind of like what you could expect to see in the game. So yeah, more of this. Like I have noticed that there's a running trend of kind of creepy games in this yeah. showcase. So I wonder is, are they, because creepy games generally get night with fog and stuff, are they trying to elaborate on that ray tracing aspect of the PS5? That's a very good point. But uh, mm. next up is a not so creepy game, and it is next gen Fortnite was announced. So they're announcing a PS5 version will be available on launch. So yeah. I mean, I guess that'll make a lot of kids happy anyway. Yeah, we knew this was going to be on on next gen. Like Fortnite oh, is basically on everybody's bloody. It would be on a toaster. It's the new like um doom you know can you run doom on it it'll make a show, show if it's a good piece of technology it'll eventually be a can fortnite run on it um yeah i mean fortnite's grand people love it or hate it it's a very marmite game um i'm in the camp that i'm not really arsed by it um i know other like players who i know are very much into it um i don't know whether it's the aspect of the skin variety that you can get in it yeah um i mean it was fun when i played it but like it's not a game that i really really got into it's not mm. Yeah, like the skins, yeah, definitely looked very cool. But apart from that, it's more Fortnite, I guess. Yeah, fair play to <laughs> Next up was a big announcement anyway, the PlayStation Plus collection for the mm. PS5. Yeah, um, a good chunk of what, 20 or so games. Um, a lot of them, if, if you're a big PlayStation fan over the last few years, you probably would have picked these up over the normal course of your gaming uh, experience. But I suppose... This is probably more geared towards newcomers into the ecosystem of PlayStation. It's um, big hitters like God of War, Resident Evil 7, Last of Us Remastered, a um, couple of smaller games like fun games for kids like Ratchet and Clank, even though I think that game is fantastic. Um, really loves game. it like The Last Guardian. Um, what do you think of this uh, announcement? It's good. I mean, it's no Game Pass, but I guess it's a start. It, it seems like they're trying to give, you know, the PS5 people, you know, direct access to some titles once mm. they upgrade, which yeah. in fairness is a very good thing to do. So if we just quickly go down the list, we have God mm. of War, Bloodborne, Persona 5, Resident Evil 7, The Last of Us Remastered, Monster Hunter World, The Last Guardian, Detroit Become Human, Batman Arkham Knight, which is a good one, mm. Battlefield 1, Mortal Kombat X, Days Gone, Final Fantasy 15. Fallout 4, Uncharted 4, Thief's End, Ratchet and Clank, Until Dawn, and Infamous Second Son. Now, we were talking before the show, and we thought it just looked like the, the PS4 PlayStation hits catalog, really, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, there, there's, like I was saying, there, there's games in there that if you're in any way kind of an active gamer, you're going to have picked up most of these, like, either out of want for the new game, like God of War, Resident Evil 7, or through the natural course of things like a lot of these games have been free ps games for of the month like yes, until dawn definitely has uh you were saying arkham knight definitely has last guardian definitely has uh Resident, or sorry last was remastered um so like for people who have kind of been in the playstation environment for a long time it's a bit lackluster purely because we've all kind of picked up 90% or so of these games. But then again, there's games in here I've never played, and this will be my opportunity to try a Final Fantasy that isn't, you know, 20 years old. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a lot of these games that I've never played, like Monster Hunter World, Persona 5, um, Infamous Second Son is one I've always wanted to pick up, but just never got around to it. So I guess Great that's game. a chance to play that. Yeah. Um, any, any highlights on it that you're kind of keen to get into? 
Um, I mean, to be honest with you, I've probably played most of them like yourself, but I would like to see if there's any PS5 patches for these games, if that makes sense. So if they're offering Ooh. them to PS5 users, is it just going to be the base PS4 version, which mm. could potentially upscale to 4K? Or are we going to get, you know, the PS5 patch for those games included yeah. with PlayStation Plus collection? But I mean, I've played Last of Us Remastered. Persona 5, I've bought already. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Bloodborne God of War played, Detroit Become Human, Batman mm. Arkham Knight. I might try out Battlefield 1 because I've never played that before. Yeah. And I might try out Days Gone because the same thing as well. I've never played that. So I think they'd mm. be maybe the main ones I would potentially look at playing. I mean, overall, it'll be interesting to see if they actually go the Game Pass route where, you know, Microsoft game pass offers you know hundreds and hundreds of titles mm. across xbox xbox 360 and xbox one games yeah will they open this playstation 5 plus collection open to you know ps3 titles ps2 ps1 titles that'll be very interesting uh, that'd be interesting that'd to be see really anyway. cool actually yeah 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 because there are like a lot great. of older titles that you know p- people want to play again you know there's a lot of playstation 3 games that that i wanted to pick up and just because i don't own a playstation 3 why would it bother you know <laughs> um but if, if it worked on the ps5 i would more than happy kind of download them and give them a shot and finally ray we got the prices 399 euro for the mm. digital edition and 499 yep. euro for the regular edition with the disc yeah i mean it, it's as cheap as i think they could have gone uh because of the technology that's in those devices like i'm not going to kind of pretend like i know everything about all these graphics cards you're probably a bit more experienced than that than me but yeah i mean i was kind of fooling myself to think that they would price match um xbox on 299 for digital version because the i i think the technology in their 399 version and versus what's in xbox 299 version are very not not the same at all like playstation is way more expensive technology um yeah i mean it's it's yeah i think if you were going to gear towards getting a playstation i think you kind of knew everyone knew it was going to be around 500 quid um for us in 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 ireland it's 499 euro um yeah i mean it's 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 exactly what we expected really to be honest i mean i did predict this correctly so thank god for that but (laughs) the (laughs) i owe you one frozen pizza (laughs) (laughs) but no i mean to be honest it was definitely hopeful uh to think that they might do it a bit lower than that but what Mm. can you do but, I mean, it's a very interesting price, the 399 because a lot of people might have been looking at the Series S and be like, actually, you know what? For an extra 100 quid, I can get the full next-gen experience without mm. the disk drive as well. And it's only an extra 100 quid. So yeah. it's very competitively priced compared to what Microsoft have. But I do still love Microsoft's kind of price point at 299 because mm. they could potentially get a lot of people who are looking for oh let's get a second console let's get the xbox it's only 299 so they're both there's little little jimmy wants the new thing exactly i mean to be honest if someone wanted to go fully digital next generation they can get an xbox series s for 299 and they can Mm. get a ps5 digital edition for 399 so that is a really good deal anyway for two next gen consoles 600 quid you've got two of the next gen consoles um i i think it's it's yeah i mean it, because i was always expecting that the disc version of both of these consoles were going to be around 500 quid i kind of knew that i was going to get one of the disc versions and one of the all digital ones now because of a bit more kind of into the sony kind of ecosystem than i am in xbox i have the 
I'm probably going to go for the disc version of PlayStation 4, um, which I'm definitely doing because I have my pre-order, but I'll talk about that in a minute. Um, <laughs> and I think down the road, maybe not day one, but not far off it, I'll be getting the Xbox Series S digital edition with Game Pass Ultimate, just to take advantage of the first party games that are there and possibly some of the third party indie titles that are on Game Pass that I really would love to kind of get in and start playing, especially like something like Gears Tactics or... Uh, just a, a ton of tone on the list. There's so many I can't Quantum even pick them out of my head. Uh, Sunset Overdrive, Quantum Break. Sun, yeah, Sunset Overdrive, Quantum Break. Um, yeah, and just the fact that some Quantum of their first party titles are dropping day one, so you don't have to run out and buy another sixty dollar game or I'm saying sixty dollar, sixty euro game um, from Smiths or something. Um, yeah, I mean, look, it's 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 all up from here, buddy. <laughs> next up, I mean, we're both close. I guess. No, we were not. Mm. I was not close at all. <laughs> was, I think I was, was I? I think I said November the 3rd, and you said November the 17th is what mm. I have here. But yeah, the release dates were announced. So November the 12th, the PS5 will release in the US, Japan, Canada, Mexico, Australia, New Zealand, and South Korea. And mm. it'll be the rest of the world on November the 19th. So that'll be a couple of days after the Xbox Series X in the US and a few other countries, but a whole week after yes. in the rest of the world. What do you think of that? I'm a little bit annoyed about that. Now, I'm, I'm sure it's got something to do with shipping and maybe m- m- models being made. Like they might still be making these as they're fucking shipping them. Um, well, obviously they are, you know, but they like it might be that tight that they're, they only have a certain amount that can ship first so that's the first kind of tranche of them going out and while that tranche going out they're building the next couple of million that are going to be going out the next point um yeah i mean the 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 staggered release date really annoys me because i know then in the world like there's millions of people playing the fucking thing a week before i'm playing it yeah definitely um Pull of look, what can you do? It is what it is. Um, I mean, we keep seeing rumors and articles online where, oh, they've ramped up production. Oh, they've lowered production. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. they've done it again. Or, you know, I've been seeing kind of rumors that they were air freighting a lot of the, you know, shipments, or they will be air freighting a lot of the shipments to try and get them as opposed to, yeah. you know, boats, which would be a lot more expensive. But yeah, I think yeah. they're trying to make sure enough countries and that get the, the stock they need anyway. But yeah, yeah release date but we'll see what happens anyway mm. Mm. yeah really looking forward to it november can't come quick enough <laughs> and then we got a god of war ragnarok teaser trailer now not much this is, is the one is i predicted I, I predicted, predicted this, this. One. i predicted, I predicted this. it first well we both predicted <laughs> we're both winners <laughs> <laughs> no we both did yeah, say I mean, that this, we would see a teaser trailer of some sort anyway yeah, I mean this this game has been teased ever since the um PlayStation Dynamic theme was released uh god must be nearly a year or two ago now. Um where uh boats are sitting there. I can't remember if Kratos and the boy are sitting in the the boat. I think they are. And on the side there's ruins, like Nordic ruins and it spells out Ragnarok is coming. So obviously look, this is what was being developed as the very expansive DLC that was going to be packaged with God of War. I'm glad it's getting its own independent release because I can't get me enough God of War. It's fantastic. Um what do you think? Yeah, I mean I'm excited. I mean even the logo itself just got me mm. excited. So it kind of yeah. says a lot, but definitely looking forward to playing the next game. So 2021 yeah. seems 
very early, but I wonder if it's going to be another one of those kind of cross-gen games where it's PS4 and PS5. Yeah, and like I said, you know, they have been working on this title for like this was being developed at the same time God of War was, and they actually purposely didn't release it because there was just too much in it. So it's probably a lot further on than we think, and maybe they didn't want to, you know, release it. Maybe they just want like uh, uh, maybe another showcase early next year where God of War is properly announced, like with a amazing teaser trailer or a bit of gameplay. Um, and this is just basically to wet your lips you know oh this is definitely coming down the road like yeah and we obviously mentioned a few other games horizon we never got that new trailer unfortunately mm. you never got your new bug snacks unfortunately <laughs> thank god um, well i think that the, the the reason we didn't see these is that at the very top of the showcase uh we didn't touch on it yet but um it was a sizzle reel of what we saw from the last event so i think that was a way of saying look we, we showed you these titles we're not going to labor on but here's what's also coming um, and then we had Sizzle Reel at the end as well, just a brief one. But yeah, mm-hmm. so we didn't get our Horizon new trailer or new gameplay. We didn't get Bug Snacks. We unfortunately didn't get to see more Astro's Playroom like I was hoping. Yeah, yeah, I'm quite surprised about that. But mm. I would have loved to have seen more Ratchet and Clank. The last two upgrade I predicted, unfortunately, was not there. You thought maybe Factions might have been announced, which would have been a good thing to actually announce on that show as well. Yeah, which that was very unusual. Um like I thought that they would have topped off the the like because right everyone's kind of who was going to play Last of Us Two has probably played it by now, um, be it the people like yourself who had it spoiled for them, um, yeah. but like it would have been kind of cool like in the world of Last of Us Two, just another person picking up something and running into a city, going now fight for your life, and it's just like factions. Yeah, like yeah. they could have come up with a really cool teaser. Even they didn't even have to show gameplay; they could have just said coming twenty twenty one. But and look, I know one of your kind of wish lists was, you know, a new kind of digital storefront. That would mm-hmm. have been nice. I was hoping that would be kind of shown. Just show us the UI, show us what the things can look like. But I guess we'll just have to wait a later date for something like that anyway. Yeah, because the PS storefront is shite. Mm. It's really bad. Like, it's so terrible to navigate. Yeah. I mean, I know Nintendo tried to update their eShop recently and it looks nice they're even worse (laughs) i know yeah (laughs) just be thankful for that anyway well anyway ray the topic you really want to get in on (laughs) pre-orders okay this this all right i have to say a massive thank you to my co-host here clive who gave me the heads up that the pre-orders were live on our smiths which is basically our toy and retail store here in ireland and they actually had the pre-orders up the the night of the event um now i think they were saying that the pre-orders should be september the 17th but Mm. a lot of the retailers kind of jumped the gun i think it was i think i mentioned gamestop was the first one who kind of jumped the gun and then pre-ordered up and then all of a sudden they were out of stock and then now they have this queuing system where you pay 50 quid to be you know in with a chance to get one but they can't (laughs) but they can't guarantee it before the end of the year and then spitz had i mean so it's 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 a really it's a shit circumstance, but I have a bit of a hot take, um, which I've seen one or two other people kind of share. And I wonder, is there a bit of a reason behind this? Now, on the face of it, it's Sony shit in the bed. So this is them saying, no, we're not going to release the, the pre-order date like just like that. You're going to have a bit of time. Like This was said officially like on, on podcasts. I think it was with Jeff Keighley, um, that guy from Sony. Keighley, yeah. So like Steven said, like from the horse's mouth, no, it's not going to be this big last minute drop. And of course it was. Now, 
I kind of wonder, was this done to stop scalping? If I tell you a Super Mario special edition uh, console is going to be out on November 1st, you know, right, that's I mean, that's when the orders go live. So they, they all, I don't know how this works, but I'm sure that there's like these bots that go around to these websites to buy up all these things. And they know the bots are programmed. This is the date. This is the amount to spend. This is the clicks and all the things you're meant to do. But if scalpers don't know the date that pre-order is going to go live, it means the only people who are really going to get those games are the savvy ones who are watching the websites all the time or the gamers who basically have friends in gaming circles who are getting notified left, right, and center on Twitter that pre-orders have gone live. And then at the end, you have the scalpers scrambling to try and get their bots ready to buy up the surplus. So I think in this roundabout way that a lot more genuine gamers have picked up the consoles who wouldn't have, especially when there's such a limited number or potentially limited number of consoles out there. Now, it could be yeah. just conspiracy right thinking this, but I don't know. But the other thing is some people getting an email an hour after they had already put up the pre-orders or yeah. sending an email and they're already out of stock for pre-order. So I think that yeah. was the bad part that a lot of people weren't even notified that stuff was oh, going absolutely. up. I only gandered on the web pages because it was the showcase. And I was like, I bet you someone stupid like GameStop is going to put up something, mm. you know, early on. Yeah, But no, I totally agree with you because I've seen a couple of um, Review Tech USA videos online discussing oh, this he's done it, has whole he? topic as well on YouTube, yeah. So mm. I think it was a way to stop scalping because the whole NVIDIA RTX 3080 GPU card thing, yeah. I was on the website at the time where they were supposed to release, refresh, refresh, refresh. All of a sudden it said it went from notify me to out of stock. And I was like, yeah. what the fuck? eBay full of bloody gpu cards yeah yeah stupid yeah. prices twice the amount it's so bloody annoying thing, look maybe this is just the the way things are going forward i mean like can you imagine the situation at this time now like imagine if they said right pre-orders go live on friday the 18th so let's say it was yesterday and all the scalpers had their bots ready to go and then little jimmy or me and you were sitting at our fucking pcs waiting to hit you know pre-order 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 and suddenly it, it, it says order now and as soon as you refresh out of stock like we'd be gutted yeah um, we would indeed it's a shit situation but i think it's the best of the worst situation and i can understand that why it appears on the face of it to be really kind of like oh this is them shit in the bed now if they come out with an official statement going look we had to do this because we wanted everybody genuine gamers to get the consoles we regret that the suppliers obviously gave you a false illusion that you would get an email prior to it but whatever i mean they'll, they'll probably have to come out and address it at some point yeah but if you want to hear more about those kind of stories anyway you can check out review tech usa on youtube he talks a lot about you know the more recent kind of ps5 xbox uh, series mm. x rumors and so on so very good to see but he had the same kind of take as us where he thought oh maybe it was to do you know for an anti-scalping and so on so yeah yeah and if you want to see a take that is completely the opposite because we don't want to be in part or too leaning on one side of it Listen to someone like Jim Sterling, who basically will just say, no, Sony fucking fucked up. <laughs> so, <laughs> so always, always Brilliant. examine both sides okay. of the argument. Don't, don't always just listen to one side. So you got your pre-order in. Let's just hope that you get to keep it because we saw the Jeff Key, the email that he released there where he got an email from Amazon saying, oh, we can't guarantee that you'll get it. But, yeah. you know. I mean, they probably don't know what allocation they're going to get yet. And mm. they probably 
sold through so much pre-orders that they're like, oh crap, what have we done here? Who's going to get what? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think um, I've ordered it myself through Smith's. So I'm, I've am i never had a bad experience with pre-ordering through Smith's. I've, anything I've ever pre-ordered, it's always been in there. I think they're a bit more professional. Like they will only, like if you're ordering in a particular store, they will only, they will know in advance, right, if we're getting a million. So Dublin obviously is going to get the big proportion out because of population, but the regional stores will get an allocation of, let's say, hypothetically, 100 each. So they know, regardless of the situation, our minimum number of being allocated is 100. So they'll know that we can pre-order 100 consoles. Now, they might get shipped 150, which case they'll go, oh, we have additional stock, and they'll release it. But I've never known Smiths to sell a pre-order for something that they weren't sure that they were going to have in stock. Yeah, I mean, they, their pre-orders sold out pretty quickly, so it does look like they were, you know, doing it based on potential allocation. Mm. I mean, it's mm. it's and Navin because, like you said, they're always professional, but uh, I picked up my Super Mario 3D All-Stars collection there. They made it very easy. It was in great condition. Mm. I can't complain whatsoever about the service in Smiths anyway. Yeah, yeah. So a plug for Smiths for doing one better. And, you know, I suppose Smiths are kind of one of these funny retailers as well because their main bread and butter isn't video games. Now, it like, they are video games, but also it's toys for kids. Yeah, it's not like GameStop, where GameStop are probably a bit more nervous about this generation. Like, Smiths, if they went all digital, it wouldn't matter to them. They would sell digital consoles till the cows come home because they're also going to be selling toys, um, exactly. you know, Lego, Marvel figures, what have you. If people are going to go into Smiths for a console to buy for christmas mm. what else do you think they're gonna buy they're gonna buy bloody toys they're gonna buy vouchers they're gonna buy you know this and that so i always do a toy browse when i'm in Switz. like even if of i'm course. not gonna buy anything i got i got down all the aisles got through the girls dolls down to the prams up to the keyboards all the marvel figurines lego the well, that's the thing i go straight to the pokemon stuff and then i, <laughs> I look at the wrestling stuff and then i look at the super mario stuff and then i go to the board games yeah yeah well, that's it. Like the funny thing is, so I love going to Smiths. Smiths is like one of my favorite stores to go to. Um, God, they're getting a lot of promotion here. Smiths, do you want to send us something for free? <laughs> Contact the show. <laughs> Just so you know, it's not the Smiths podcast. But no, so that was great. Any other thoughts on the showcase, Ray? Um, no, not really. Just uh, looking forward to November. Can't come quick enough, I think. Yep. I'm wondering, should I take November the 19th off? just so we can go in, set it up and everything else. Maybe take off the Friday as well. I'm taking off those days. Yeah, absolutely. I want to, I want to sit down. I, like, obviously, I don't know what games are out for launch day one. Like, there's obviously, I assume Miles Morales is there on the shelf day one. Miles Morales is there day one. Yeah. Yep. So I'm good, definitely going to be picking that up. Um, but yeah, I think I'm going to take off that Thursday and Friday and then just binge game, I think. Um, Maybe do a little stream. I don't know. I'll have to think about that. But uh, we also have the likes to say, I think Assassin's Creed Valhalla will come out on launch mm. day for the Series X and the PlayStation 5. So there will be an Assassin's Creed game to play on launch yep. day as well. Cool, so, cool, cool. Stuff to play. Don't worry, Ray. <laughs> Thank God. I need my games. <laughs> I sure look, I've, I've tons of PS4 stuff I'm still trying to get through. <laughs> True. I finished the uh, Marvel Avengers campaign. Oh, very good. And how was yeah. that? That was pretty good. It's a very good uh, campaign game in there. Uh, I haven't yet played the kind of War Table mission, so I think today at some point I'm going to try the online, see what other people are like to play with, because uh, that's normally where I lose my rag with people online, where I have to play with strangers online because they're generally dumbasses. 
or people just shouting really inappropriate things over mics. I definitely, I like, I need to buy a second controller, the charging station, but like a second controller, I'd imagine it's probably going to be nearly 70, 80 quid. Yeah, sixty nine ninety nine according to Smiths anyway. Oh, really? Okay, so 70 quid. That's not um, too bad. It's pretty much the, the controllers this generation around that price anyway, so. Yeah. Value for money with games is a weird one because I think Euro for Hour of Experience, it's probably one of the better forms of entertainment that you could sink your money into. Hour and a half long movie versus a video game that you can drop 40 quid on that you could spend nearly 100 hours playing. 70 quid's a lot to sink on a new game, though. I think you'll find a lot more people will be waiting for price drops and sales. Wait, wait to tell, tell you here. So Miles Morales is currently listed at 59.99. That's for the mm-hmm. regular edition. Yeah. It'll be 79.99 with the Spider-Man remastered included yeah. with it. It looks like Demon Souls will be available on 19th of November as well. Okay. But currently listed at 79.99 79 call of duty black ops cold war for the ps5 looks like it'll be available on the 19th of november that is currently listed at 74.99 what side are you are you on gamestop or smiths it's so they'd be usually the cheaper ones jesus christ yeah because gamestop for anyone who doesn't know in ireland gamestop are generally about 10 or more expensive than any other store when you're looking for a game there you can you can get brand new games cheaper in some stores than gamestop reselling used games the assassin's creed valhalla for the ps5 the regular edition looks like it'll be 59.99 so that's not too bad yeah that's interesting yeah it maybe maybe like... just the, the final pricing hasn't been confirmed yet and they, they'll tweak them closer to are like are these actually available for pre-order purchase pre-order purchase yeah destruction all-stars ps5 is available for 79.99 and again, that'll be released on 19th of November. So it does look like the main PS5 games will be 70 to 80 euro, which seems like it's going to be a very expensive hobby anyway. Yeah. Well, it's, well maybe you'll find more people actually, you know, sitting down and properly platinum them their games <laughs> just to get the experience out of it. So that has been the episode. Thank you very much for listening. Ray, why don't you tell the people where they can find you? Like, what else are you up to? Um, well, I also run a film and TV podcast with some friends called Screen 17. So you can find out also on Spotify, Screen 17, um, and on Instagram. I think it's Screen 17 podcast on there. You'll recognize it by the uh, yellow font and blue, or sorry, red cinema chair. <laughs> um, yeah, that's basically all, all else I do. Kind of, I do stream as well under Spidjog Plays. So that's a very unusual spelling as P I D E O G. Irish for Robin. So Spidjog plays. Um, yeah, apart from that, I'm just uh, hanging around the world, just existing till uh, perpetual cooling of the universe. Good stuff. You can find me on Twitch. I will be going back there soon. So it'll be twitch.tv forward slash Cliveysaur, C-L-I-V-E-Y-S-A-U-R. You can also find me on Instagram at Cliveysaur, Twitter on the same handle at Cliveysaur. And you can also find our podcast at SideQuest Heroes on Instagram. And you can also listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and all those other kick-ass podcast services available online. Thank you very much for listening, Ray. Thank you for joining me today. Thank I you. Because you join me every single day. Well, except <laughs> for that time you cheated on me, but let's, let's not talk about that. Yeah, let's not talk about that. But anyway. <laughs> I'll get you, Johnny. I'll get you. Yeah.